Sheldon Primus. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Show with Sheldon Primus, where we blend safety smarts with business brilliance and a pinch of Sheldon's signature wit. Whether you're a safety pro, a fresh-faced consultant, or just safety curious, get ready for a show that'll educate, entertain, and elevate your safety game. Let's dive into the art of consulting with your safety Sherpa himself, Sheldon Primus. This episode is powered by Safety FM. All right, so let's dive into the show. Thanks, JR. You rock. <laughs> oh, secret weapon, JR Kitchen. Not that man's voice. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining me. Just this whole part of my life is doing podcasting and especially for today so today is going to be the osha record keeping day you know i've been doing this for a few years and every year i like to do january as a osha record keeping time because you know right now it is the time for get your osha recordables in for those of you in the u.s time is a ticking away and you also have to make sure that you get your electronic records in there too so those of you who are required to do electronic record keeping uh, this is the time that you've got to get that in so honestly i'd like to do the january is the time that i remind everybody about the rules and what to do and why uh it's necessary for those of you that are outside the u.s market don't worry uh, there is some stuff that you could glean from this so i will include the regulatory ideology about uh, why agencies will keep rule, uh, records for injury and illnesses because uh, there's some backstory to this for osha even uh, as an agency themselves so that's uh, what we're going to do today today is the record keeping day so let's uh before we get into that let's see where everybody's coming from all right so first let me uh go to my bcast and bcast is telling me where everybody's listening from uh, in order of listeners so it looks like uh and this is just you know actual downloads okay so i'm getting tons of download information so number one us bahrain number two france singapore canada finland italy netherlands thailand it's probably my family <laughs> i've got family in thailand uh germany uk ireland hungary austria south africa spain hong kong taiwan australia malaysia portugal belgium sweden switzerland chesnia kenya korea norway saudi arabia cambodia Qatar, israel denmark india oman algeria rwanda chile new zealand uae uganda greece martinia germany oh excuse me I said germany japan egypt croatia and poland so those are my listens uh, where you, everybody's coming from if you heard your country and you want to get a little bit higher on that list share it with a friend let everybody know who you're listening to and Hopefully I'm going to bring some good information to them as I'm giving to you because you keep coming back. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go to the chartable to see the charts. So in my category in India, let's see. In India, I am 10, no, 213 in India. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm on your chart finally. Uh, Turkey, 103. And 
obviously this is self-serving for me too so (laughs) you know it and if you're doing a podcast you would be doing this too so okay i admit it it's a little self-serving to see where i am but honestly you would do it too so and i want to thank everybody too that's the other part i want to thank you for listening turkey i am 103 in my my category government oh that's awesome i'm out in chile so that means i'm out of the apple ranking for 200 oh oh, these are the apple rankings i forgot to tell you guys but kenya you have been kicking butt uh i am 51 in your category for government on the apple podcast list and uh then let's uh give you guys uh this changes from time to time but for right now uh, this is the country that has me in the highest on the list oman i am number 30 on your list that is so awesome thank you and everyone else for listening to this sharing this podcast letting your friends know that there's some good information here so that they could share it with their friends and co-workers and those who uh, need the message of safety not just safety consulting but the message of safety and so i try to get that across and then osha compliance how to grow your business those are all the stuff that i've been helping you with jr calls me a safety sherpa <laughs> i love that oh that just cracks me up uh, Chartable has me listed, and I'm just going to give you where I am the highest right now in government, in government under Chartable, the global reach. My highest is U.S. Uh, or excuse me, global reach is its own category. I'm 144 in the U.S. government under Chartable. I'm 120. So I'm on the U.S. list under Chartable and the global government reach for Chartable's listing. I am 144. So awesome. So how to get me higher would be to uh, like and subscribe in uh, the podcast or whatever you're listening to me to right now. Uh, Share it with a friend. You know, when you see an episode that you really like, go ahead and text it over to somebody when you're not driving and it's safely (laughs) it's safe for you to do so. Uh, You know our rules, right? That's our rules. So uh, the other thing that you really want to make sure that you do is uh, go ahead. And if you got a little bit of time, I don't ask you for much. But it'd be awesome to see some reviews on the podcast itself. I've been making some changes. So thank you guys for hanging in there with me over these years. And you're seeing the changes. I'm growing, getting sponsors, all that stuff. So it's been uh, really awesome. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So uh, let's get into the episode. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just go ahead and take this in, in little bite-sized pieces all right so first let's uh, uh first before we say anything i'm not going to go into all of the osha record keeping because i've it's just way 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 too long to do that i'm only going to give you some highlights on the new rules there's some changes this year and so i'm only going to work on that part if you need some more help with OSHA record keeping and what the U.S. OSHA thinks about for their record keeping, especially if you're a regulator in another country, uh, then go to OSHA.gov forward slash record keeping. And that page has a whole bunch of information for you to find out how to comply with the U.S. OSHA record keeping. Uh, and of course, it's not complying for you if you're outside of U.S. It's just you getting an idea of what the U.S. is looking for. And then you can compare with your country and see, you know, 
how are we doing compared to the U.S. market? Uh, those of you that are under OSHA's jurisdiction, then OSHA.gov forward slash record keeping. It's going to really give you an understanding of what OSHA is looking for and what your requirements are for you and your clients. So this is the time of year where you get your clients to remember you. Send their emails out. We'll see how they're doing with their record keeping form. Uh, touch base and see if there's anything that they could uh, that you could help them with. So this is going to be your opportunity right now to become top of mind to your clients. This is uh, if you want to do a record keeping seminar, you could do that right now, especially from now until March. Now, this is the time period for you to really be front and center, uh, get out there to some of the agencies or even places where you know there's a gathering of professionals that have to deal with OSHA record keeping and they're underneath the OSHA record keeping rules. This is your opportunity to grow your business right now with this one topic, OSHA record keeping, webinars, all that stuff should be flying up right now. All right. Uh, if you do need like really detailed on working with record keeping, go to safety consultant TV, safety TV, sign up there, use the code SC 101. And I have a full video training list with this new information that I'm giving you right now. And I went through like everything. So it's, you know, I, I break down 1904 and then I include what is new for this year. So you can get 30 days free if you go to safetyconsultant.tv. Sign up on the web, but you could see it basically on Roku and Apple TV. You could see it on any of your streaming services. Uh, it's pretty pretty good for you uh, it's one of the things i've been doing for a while so go ahead and sign up for that and then you can get the details and you can get the regulatory text you could download the regulatory text that's one of the blessings of having safety consultant tv is not only do you watch the lessons but then you could also download the material so you could use that for you and your clients all right so let's go ahead and let's go to the osha fact sheet so this is the fact sheet on the new requirements. So people who are required to record electronic records for OSHA, not everyone's required to uh, submit injury and illness logs. That's only special industries who are high days away restricted transfer rates. And they're not on what's called uh, the Appendix A of Subpart B in the OSHA record keeping rule in 1904. It's a whole bunch of numbers there. <laughs> but honestly, you would have to go to the OSHA 1904. There's a subpart. Um, there's a subpart B and Appendix A in there. And it's a listing of companies that are so low in their days away restricted transfer rates that OSHA says they're exempt from record keeping regardless of size. So those people are still exempt. Those are the people that aren't going to want your service for record keeping because they're exempt. Go through that list and then you know how to target uh, specifically people to use for or people to, to uh, get your record keeping service out. All right, so new requirement. This one is going to change some of the rules from that we've seen before. And the new requirement is specifically related to uh, electronic submission of records. There's three OSHA forms. Oh my, I'm like lost my voice like if I was a teen again. <laughs> oh 
away from those days. Way, way, way away from those days. So anyway, there's three forms. One is the OSHA 300 log, which is like the master form that has all the info. The 300A is the summary log that's about to go up February 1st, and it comes down on April 30th, but I would wait until May 1st. And then the 301 log, and that is where you do your first notice of injury. Who got injured? What happened? Where do you take them for treatment? So all those three forms now are going to be required for you to submit to OSHA electronically. So that is the new rule changes. OSHA wanted to do this years ago before um, in the U.S. the Trump administration. And uh, then the rules ended up getting changed through a, a findings called uh, the Volks rule. So they did not do the... Uh, the intended purpose. So now under the Biden administration, OSHA is going back to the intended purpose of having the 300, 380, and 301 summary, log, oh, excuse me, 301 log all submitted electronically. So uh, first, you're going to have to select your clients right. So if someone has an establishment, and this is all establishment-based, which is uh, you could have a firm, a firm could have many locations, each one of those locations is a specific establishment. So as this is an establishment-based record, uh, excuse me, regulation. So first, if you have 100 employees or more and you are designated as high hazard industries, and this is a list in Appendix B of Subpart E in the OSHA 1904 record-keeping guidance, then you're going to have to keep records. Uh, and you're going to have to submit this electronically, but not only your 300A, which is a summary of just numbers, the 300 log is the one that gives OSHA more detail about the numbers and the people that were involved in the industry, injured, injuries. And then the 301, again, is going to give more detail where they go, uh, all kinds of physical locations. And I'll tell you guys the meaning of all this and what's going to translate to, but first I'm going to tell you the rules. So then there's another set of people who are going to be required to uh, submit records. And uh, that's also going to be anybody who is, uh, uh, I'm going to read the regulatory text, or at least a summary right now. Uh, OSHA retains the requirements for all establishment with 250 plus employees and in industries that must routinely keep records to submit the OSHA 300A summary log they're also going to require them to do the 300 and the 301s. So anybody who have 100 or more in high hazardous industries, and then anybody who's got 250 or more uh, in just size, and they are required to maintain OSHA records per 1904, they're also going to be on this list. So now they have another set of people and um, with the 300, uh, with the 100 people who are employees, they're calling this peak employment. When you get peak employment of 100 or more employees, so you could have a season. And when, uh, let's say, you're 80 people normally, but your season gets you to 101, now at that point, you're going to end up having to meet this new requirement. So that's a, a consideration that they have there. Uh, OSHA is saying that uh, they believe that it's going to estimated cost about $136 per year for the employees to or employers to add this information in. Uh, 
So again, they just want to get you to administratively start putting in the 300, 301s and those logs. They want to make sure that um, you understand they're not collecting names of the workers with the addresses. Uh, they just really want to know the situations. And they want to end up using this information for a lot of different things. Uh, this is going to be a trigger for OSHA for many, many, many other uh, uh, regulatory activities. So before I give you the regulatory activity, uh, I'm going to take a, a quick break. And when we come back from break, then we're going to talk about uh, what we're going to, why OSHA needs this number. So right now you just know what is going to be recorded and by whom. So next, let's talk about the why <laughs> that we want to record this stuff. Or why for OSHA. We'll be back with more of Sheldon Primus and the Safety Consultant Show in just a moment. Have you heard of Safety Consultant TV? Well, I'm going to tell you about it. The Safety Consultant TV is a subscription-based video-on-demand service that will help you learn the business of being a safety consultant at the convenience of your own home, where you have video lessons, and you will also be able to download material that is going to help you with your safety consulting business today. You could sign up for it at safetyconsultant.tv. Go right now to safetyconsultant.tv and sign up today. We now return to the Safety Consultant Show. Once again, here's Sheldon Primus. All right, gang. So let's tell you the why. Okay. So uh, OSHA's using this information quite a bit. So when the ITA, which is the injury tracking application, happened, uh, OSHA is basically using this application to two ways. First, they're trying to turn a lagging indi indicator into a leading indicator. So a lagging indicator, something happens, and then uh, a leading indicator, well, something happens, and then you record it, you learn from it, you do your, your inspections, you report something. A leading indicator is something that will be pre uh, predictive in nature. So what OSHA is trying to do is when they gather this information electronically, you now are doing data for them. So as this data gets submitted electronically, it's going to go on a cross-reference system that OSHA has. And this cross-reference system is to try to figure out under-reporting. So uh, if you go back to July 17th, 2003, OSHA announces rural expansion submission requirements. That's when they uh, expanded this. But then uh, Doug Parker ends up saying, and here's a quote, Congress intends for OSHA to include reporting procedures uh, that would provide the agency and the public an understanding of safety and health problems workers face. And the rule is a big step in finalizing in finally realizing that objective. And then he says later on, direct quote, OSHA will use these data to intervene through strategic outreach and enforcement to reduce worker injury and illness in high hazardous industry, the safety and health community will benefit from the insight and the information will provide the industry at industry level while workers and employers will be able to make more informed decisions about their workplace safety and health all right so that's their quote that's osha's goal out of this but again they do have a system out there that cross-references recording uh, so i'm going to 
go to the OSHA uh, budget. And this is me telling you a little bit more about uh, OSHA's intent. So the injury tracking application has a non-responder matching program. That's the terminology. This is what's called ITA non-responder matching program. So OSHA is now uh, the intent of the record keeping rule is to see who is not recording injuries and illnesses. And now they could go out there and get you. <laughs> okay. And I hate to say it that way. It means like, you know, you put OSHA in an adversarial uh, format, but uh, what they're going to do is they're going to match the information that they currently have. And they're going to go to their non-response matching program. And this is going to give them an idea of who's not, um, they believe certain industries should be, uh, or people should be recording instances. So now as they're seeing uh, good actors submitting their injuries and illnesses, then they're going to hold their list up to the people that they believe should be recording injuries and illnesses and if those two don't match up then they're going to trigger getting the area office involved and start doing inspections so the record keeping then is going to uh, not only help show who's doing the right thing but then it's also going to point out who isn't especially if you have multiple establishments and one establishment is going to do a record keeping and the other ones don't they're going to want to know why so that's going to be the ITA non-responder matching program and which identifies, and I'm reading here from the OSHA budget, uh, potential non-responders and notifies employers of electronic rec uh, requirements. And again, that's going to trigger in inspections. So uh, uh, here's another thing from the budget. These data will increase the agency's ability to anticipate new developments and emerging hazard trends in occupational safety and health by designing and using new statistical models to identify patterns in employers' illness and injury data reporting. So that's them switching lagging indicator to leading indicator. So this is going to trigger a lot more inspections and OSHA is asking for a lot more inspectors and they're aggressively hiring uh, so they could do that activity. So what you're seeing is the record keeping is really important for you as a consultant to try to get your clients to understand uh, that there is some ramification. If they do not do this right, your expert experience and your expert help is going to help them out with this. And uh, record keeping is not that easy. OK, I'm going to fess up because even me, myself, I've had uh, recently within the last couple of months, two times that I actually have got it wrong. I mean, literally, I have got it wrong, and I had to call a client and uh, and actually even a friend uh, in two different age, areas and said, I got it wrong, and here's the, the, the way for you to really comply. Epic fail. So honestly, you gotta really be good at this. <laughs> it takes some time to really understand it. And those two things that I, I am not telling you guys what it is. You got to fess up on myself. But those are two things I should have known. And, and honestly, I just did not, uh, I, I should have taken the time to say, hey, let me check that. But I gave an answer before I checked it. And then I had to, it kind of struck me like, hmm, 
that may be wrong. <laughs> so I talked to my buddy Kevin, who's uh, a part of my uh, our business together. I do have my own business with Kevin Yarbo, who is uh, part of Shellbro Safety. So Kevin's ex OSHA. So I called Kevin and said, "Come on, help me out, bud." <laughs> and he did, and I was like, oh, "I should have known that." So record keeping is tricky. Uh, there's a compliance letter out there that you could really need to know. It's on that OSHA record keeping page. You're going to scroll down towards the bottom. You're going to look for compliance CPL 2-00-135. It's a long one, but a compliance letter is how the OSHA compliance officers comply with the rules when they go out there and they try to, they don't comply. That's how they enforce the rules. Uh, so that's a compliance letter so that it's homogenous, um, uh, interaction between different um, area offices and different uh, employers so that it's kind of homogenized so they're going to have the same OSHA experience with every COSHO. Uh, so that's the uh, the intent of compliance letters. So the record-keeping one is CPL 2-00-135. Very important one to know. All right, gang. So that is it. Thank you so much for listening and honestly, you guys, this is your time to really shine. Find those clients who are uh, who have OSHA regulatory compliance and OSHA recordables and record keeping. You now put yourself out there. If you don't know everything about the record keeping, take my uh, take my, my well, watch the video. So sign up for safetyconsultant.tv, and uh, it's a. Uh, the code is SC101. I almost forgot my own code. That'll give you 30 days free. So just focus in on that one right now. Get on. Uh, you could watch it on your home, on your Roku, on your Apple TV, and your Apple, you know, your Amazon TV, and all that. But to download the regulatory text, you have to do that online. Okay. So go ahead and sign up today. Use that code SC101. Get your understanding of record keeping and get out there and find some new clients, especially between now and March. Oh, I can't remember the compliance date for the electronic record keeping. Uh, there is a March uh, deadline. Take a quick look. I'm about to end it. Here I am giving myself more work. Uh, so the deadline should be like March, uh, sometime in March, March 2nd. All right. So from now to March 2nd, you got your opportunity to get a few more clients. All right. Look for those that are in the high hazard industries. That's what you're looking for. All right, gang. Go get them. That's a wrap for today's safety show. Remember, safety isn't just about hard hats and caution signs. It's about business smarts, too. Thanks for joining us on the Safety Consultant Show with Sheldon Primus. Until next time, stay safe, stay savvy, and keep consulting like a boss. Go get them. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour, only examples. It should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available, as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the positions of the company. 
No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.